You can't see me, but I'm dangling from a helicopter as it flies to the secret lair of an evil villain. But all I can think about is the cars below saving money on tolls and earning toll perks rewards with a toll tag. When I'm done at the lair, I'm visiting GetMyTollTag.com. Wish me luck! There is a movie, we were just talking about movies, called American Sniper. It's been nominated for a number of Oscars, but it's also getting a lot of buzz outside of the Oscars and the political talking head circuits. There are attacks and scrutiny of the character that Bradley Cooper, who stars in the movie, portrays. There are anti-war critics of this film and critics of Clint Eastwood, who was a staunch Republican and a real pro-gun guy. There are those who are angry with this film because it deals with Iraq. And it is a war many people felt that we should not have been involved in, that we violated international law by invading a sovereign nation. Before we tell you what all the hullabaloo is about, listen to the trailer from the film American Sniper. Let me ask you a question, Chris. Would you be surprised if I told you that the Navy has credited you with over 160 kills? Do you ever think that you might have seen things or done some things over there that you wish you hadn't? No, that's not me, no. What's not you? I don't tell you enough. I'm so proud of you. You're such a great father. So you're not worried about what might happen? I'm willing to meet my creator and ask for every shot that I took. So what are you, in Germany or where? I'm stateside. You're home? What what are you doing? I guess I just needed a minute. The thing that haunts me are all the guys that I couldn't save. I'm ready. Oh, my God. I'm ready to come home. The man was intense, the film is intense, the opening scene, which I have seen, and I do have this film as well, beyond intense. It's intense man was exactly what Vice President Joe Biden said after watching the film. Bradley Cooper has been responding. He is the actor who uh, plays uh, the man in this film that the film is about. The film is about Navy SEAL Chris Kyle. Some say he's a hero. Some say and accuse him of being a murderer, and there are reasons why there are different opinions on this. Now, Bradley Cooper responds uh, to what is obviously largely coming from the left, anti-war criticism of this film. It is directed by Clint Eastwood, and there are people that feel that Chris Kyle's not a killer, but rather a hate, not a uh, hero, excuse me, but rather a hate-filled killer. There was the Washington, D.C. premiere of American Sniper that was held at the Burke Theater at the U.S. Navy Memorial uh, just a few nights ago on Tuesday. And while attending that, the vice president of the United States offered his three-word review of the film. Like I said, quote, it's intense, man. And the vice president said before adding that veterans still need our help and deserve our deepest respect. The vice president enjoyed the film enough that according to three separate people seated near him, he was moved to tears during the film's final sequence. And he has given one of many positive reviews that American Sniper has earned. This is the latest film by Clint Eastwood. It's racking up a good deal of military support. Oscar Buzz nominated for a number of Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Actor and Best Director. Also, it is facing, though, pushback from 
the people who are usually outraged, those who are very, very anti-war. Um, this is uh, what Max Blumenthal tweeted, the author, quote, I haven't seen American Sniper, but correct me if I'm wrong. An occupier mows down faceless Iraqis, but the real victim is his anguished soul. The real American Sniper, Navy SEAL Chris Kyle, was a hate-filled killer. Why are simplistic patriots treating him as a hero? And then Lindy West wrote at The Guardian, American Sniper perfectly epitomizes a certain kind of American horse crap, horse manure. And Michael Atkinson opined uh, at In These Times. Now, much of the displeasure is based on references that come from the real person that Bradley Cooper is portraying, Navy SEAL Chris Kyle, and his memoir. That's what the movie is based upon, his memoir. Critics have flagged certain lines. Let me share some of those with you. Quote, I could give a flying F about the Iraqis. Quote, if you see anyone from about 16 to 65 in their mail, shoot them. Kill every male you see. Now, Kyle has been celebrated as a war hero. He was declared the most lethal sniper in American military history. In Eastwood's film, he's played by Oscar-nominated actor Bradley Cooper, and at the D.C. premiere of American Sniper, Bradley Cooper took time to respond and even defend the man he is portraying. Quote, My hope is that if someone is having a political conversation about whether we should or should not have been in Iraq, whether the war is worth fighting, whether we won, whether we didn't, why we are still there, all those issues that really, I hope, is not one that they would use this movie as a tool for. He told the Daily Beast when asked about those targeting the temperament of Kyle, quote, and for me and for Clint, this movie was always a character study about what the plight is for a soldier. The guy that I got to know through all the source material that I read and watched in home videos hours and hours, I never saw anything like that. But I can't control how the people are going to use this movie as a tool or what they pick and choose, whatever they want, but it would be shortchanging, I think. If it's not this movie, I hope to God another movie will come out where it will shed light on the fact of what servicemen and women have to go through and that we need to pay attention to our vets. It doesn't go any farther than that. It's not a political discussion about war even. It's a discussion about the reality. And the reality is that people are coming home and we have to take care of them. Now, Cooper also expressed that he hoped American Sniper would not be viewed strictly as an Iraqi war movie, but more as a universal examination of warriors and family lives. He goes on, quote, I wouldn't even put it just to Iraq. That happens to be Chris's story. Our whole idea was to do character about a soldier and a soldier and a family and what it's like having to deal with schizophrenic nature of having to jostle between a home life and being in theater. I think hopefully it could be a universal story. And also there were members of Congress, uh, along with the Bidens um, and Chris's widow, who is uh, uh, is, uh, Taya Kyle, who is played by Sienna Miller. Uh, Quote, I haven't noticed much of the criticism, but I think that even Mother Teresa can be criticized by somebody somewhere doing just uh, doing it, just wanting to spread their own hatred. This is what she told the Daily Beast. She said, quote, but the people who knew Chris and certainly the life that he lived prove that it's quite the opposite. He was not a hateful person. He was just a man doing his job. There were people who were going to kill his brothers or Iraqi civilians, and he had a choice to make. Either he lets that happen or he takes on the price of taking someone else out. I think if we all take it to a personal level and imagine what it must be like, like you, uh, if you had your family standing there and I was running at them, would you just let me do that or would you try to stop me in any way you could? It's actually a love thing. It's not a hate thing. 
Uh, Brad, have uh, you been able to see a uh, early release of this film as of yet, or have you read the book? I just want folks to. You know, I know. did read the book. I you haven't did. seen the film. Now you are a liberal. You do. You were against the war in Iraq. You feel it was an invasion of a sovereign nation. How did you view the book? I've only read pieces of the book. My brother gave it to me over Christmas. I haven't finished uh, the whole thing. I have seen pieces of the film, uh, so I, I want to know how you feel uh, about what you read thus far. In well, the- you're right. I think the Iraq invasion of Iraq was the worst foreign policy disaster for the United States since Vietnam. So I, I. As you said, I'm very anti-war. But uh, from what I hear, and again, I haven't seen the movie, but I've read a whole bunch of reviews today, it is a great movie, very compelling. Uh, Acting is great. Uh, And, you know, the uh, guy who reviewed the uh, movie for the Boston Globe made an interesting point about the politics you were discussing. Uh, and his point was essentially anything anybody uh, who thinks this is a pro-war movie is missing the point. Uh, and he said uh, what the focus is on is the is the devastation that Iraq uh, brings to uh, him, uh, him and his family. And the reviewer said that's a metaphor uh, for. The, what a tragedy uh, Iraq was, uh, and he didn't see it as an anti-pro-war film at all. In fact, he, the reviewer, saw it as quite the opposite. It was a metaphor for the uh, tragic effect that the Iraq war had on American society, and it did have a tragic effect on American society as well as Iraqi society. Uh, where um, 70, 70% of Americans supported the invasion. Obviously, that was then based on a lie as uh, was given to the American people and to Congress. Uh, but there were still a number of people, um, you know, that did not support it, and obviously those that are not represented uh, in those uh, polls. Um, I, I, did you come away that this is – because what I'm getting, honestly, and I'm not a pro-war person, I'm not a huge Clint Eastwood fan. I think he's a great director, but I don't agree with his policies. Uh, you know, I don't believe what he as what he said, nasty things he said about Democrats or this president or liberals like myself and you, Brad, uh, as a Republican, as a legislator. Um, you know, I also think that, you know, both his first and second wife and the whole family thing are a bunch of kooks, <laughs> which means that, you know, he's got to have some kooky in there. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as a director, I think he does a brilliant job at directing films. And um, I'm not the biggest Bradley Cooper fan. I know a lot of ladies might go, what? He's so hot. You know, not my type. Um, But what I have seen, he does a great job with this. And what I feel this is about is the killing machine that we make out of human beings. And once you become a killing machine, you're desensitized to the killing. And perhaps you're no longer a human being. Uh, Let me ask some questions, Brad. We'll talk about this, but I want to talk about this with our listeners as well. So pick up the phone and join us. Was Chris Kyle a hero, in your opinion, for those of you that have read the book, have seen an early preview of the movie, or just have an opinion, even if you haven't seen or read it? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Are those criticizing the movie and its subject correct to do so? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, they obviously have the right to do so, and let's not forget that Chris Kyle and every soldier who goes overseas is fighting for the right for that person to criticize them. That's part of the freedom that they lay down their lives for. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. 
Now, there are revelations which I shared coming from Chris Kyle's journal that he wanted to kill all Iraqis from 16 years of age or older that were male. Does it make you rethink his hero status to hear that? Or do you think this just reveals who he became after becoming a killing machine and killing so many people? Talking about the movie American Sniper, a lot of anti-war people criticizing not just the film, but the subject of the film, Chris Kyle, a Navy SEAL who's being uh, looked at as a hero. Um, I believe it was 163 uh, kills. He was a killing machine, but did that make him lose his humanity? Bradley Cooper portrays him. He's up for Best Oscar, Clint Eastman for Best Director, and the film for Best Film. And there are other um, awards as well. Oh, Brad, let's take some calls. Sound good? Brad Bannon's my co-host in this hour. Uh, let's go to Dave in Humboldt County. Hi, Dave. How you doing? On line three. Good afternoon. Hi, Dave. Dave, are you with us? You there? Yes, I'm here. I'm active with the Vets for Peace, and every Friday, like today, we'll be standing our vigil, and uh, we have had to go through some real changes. I we are raised as small children in school to believe our country definitely the good guys of the world. And there might have been a time when we had a Washington, a Jefferson, a Dolly Madison, a Ben Franklin, and people that really did try to do the right thing for the people. But now there comes a time where maybe we are no longer the good guys of the world. We find our country is in the business of wars for profit and that we're no longer out trying to bring freedom and goodness to the world, but pushing ourselves off and taking advantage of people that did nothing to deserve it. So I I think there's a burden on soldiers to try to understand what they're about. You know, they get lied to, they're told, you know, be a hero, get in there, wear the nice uniform and go out, be a part of the good of the world. But... If they learn, no, we're out killing people that did nothing to deserve it, and why am I here? And we really have a burden to rethink that and try to put an end to it all. I don't think I'm putting this as well as I should, but... I feel so you're, we saying we were the, you're saying we were the good guys, and yeah. you're not so sure we are now? Brad, what do you, what do you say about Dave's remarks? Uh, well, uh, Dave, uh, it seems to me... There, there should be. We should be looking at the politics and the movie separately. Uh, I've seen a lot of great movies that are abhorrent to me politically. Uh, you know, one that came out a few years ago, uh, Zero Dark Thirty, uh, showed uh, the uh, brutality of the CIA uh, in uh, in treating Iraqi prisoners. Uh, it was a great movie. It was nominated for uh, best movie. Uh, it was, you know, the politics was horrible, but it was a very good movie. Uh, and I think. We may have the same case here. Uh, there are all sorts of movies, as you're right, Dave, all sorts of movies made about American exceptionalism and, you know, uh, bringing, uh, you know, American democracy to other people. Uh, but there are also a whole bunch of anti-war films, too. And, you know, I have not seen it yet. 
But from the reviews I've read, it shows the tragedy of the Iraq War more than anything else. Right. We're, 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 abs- I, I, and, and, and I concur with that, Brad. Thank you for the call, Dave. We're going to take a break. Back to more calls after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. Brad Bannon. Hey, Brad, let's take some more calls. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Denise in San Francisco is on line four. Hey, Denise, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Happy Friday. Good afternoon, Leslie. How are you doing? Good. Okay. um, I have a few points I'd like to make, and I'll try to say it as fast as I can. Um, I'm a reservist, um, and I... um, uh, one of the things that I, I, I probably am not going to probably watch the movie be, for the mere fact is I, I just don't like Clint Eastwood. Although, um, you know, I'm sure it's probably a really good movie, but him and his NRA stuff and everything, I, I just unimpressed with that. But on the other hand, regarding the guy who, who's the sniper, um, as a reservist and I'm in a medical squadron, um, one of the things that we do do is go into the red zone and also, um, you know, um, bring people back on the helicopters, whatever, on the litter. And if we're having somebody shoot at us, I would I would want a sniper to be able to um, shoot for us to make sure we're able to bring our patients onto the um, any type of aircraft to, to get them in a safe zone so that we can treat them. Um, I, I just have an issue with him once he returns. Uh, you know, the, the, the problem that um, some of the soldiers have after returning from war, the PTSD that they experience, um, and the Republicans not um, um, approving the um, legislation that's been proposed for um, soldiers who have PTSD. I just have issues with that. And as a a medical um, staff, um, we have a, you know, we have to follow the Geneva Convention, which is we don't carry a weapon, and so we would need to have some type of person who can um, safely get us and the patient on board, so that we can put them in a in a position for they for the, so that they can be treated. Um, so you know, that's what I have to say. Brad. Well, uh, I Denise, the things I think he said that was interesting, uh, and again, I don't like Clint Eastwood either. Uh, but I've seen several of his movies, and I think he's probably one of the best directors in the United States. And I'll yeah. see this movie, too. But uh, one of the things I, I'd argue is the uh, movie, and again, I'm just going from the reviews, I've not seen it, uh, focuses on the problems that uh, returning members of the service have when they come back to the United States, uh, and that's an issue that should be talked about, uh, and it shows the you know the effect, tragic effect it had on him and his family. Uh, so I'm I'm not so sure it, it's as pro-war as some people think it is. Uh, so, but you know, I, I go see it because I think he's a great director. I don't like mm-hmm. his politics either, uh, mm-hmm. but he's a great director, and so I'm going to go see it. I well, think he's I a director that should, I think he's a director that should have stayed being a director and stayed out of politics. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is for me is that you know I'm hoping that because he is directing this movie, that perhaps he'll get his his um, friends who are Republicans to see how much of an effect war does have on the soldiers, and then perhaps if anything that can be beneficial. 
that can come out of this movie is the fact that he can talk to those uh, legislatures and get that legislative act on board so they can fund those soldiers who are experiencing PTSD, if nothing else. I mean, I, if, I can, if he would do that, go up there and talk on behalf of the soldiers, I would watch the movie. All right. Well, I'm all for that too, Denise. I think you're right. It would be great if he did that. But the movie it, does draw attention to the problem, which is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. I mean, because the thing is, is that what people are not talking about is the fact that, okay, you have these soldiers who are experiencing PTSD who are still active duty, and then they return. They can't tell their um, superiors, hey, I'm having this problem, because what's going to happen is that it will be placed on their permanent record that they have issues. And then they're going to need to be evaluated. Yeah, we've talked about and that, that could before. Possibly affect, could possibly affect their promotion. Yep, the, and it could fe- the fear. How, how they get promoted and be able to live for their families to be able to give them the money and the, um, the finances that they need. You know, it, there's so many things, but that needs to, you know, if anything, if Clint Eastwood would go to his friends who are Republicans and say, let's vote for this. We need funding for PTSD, if nothing else. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Very, very well said. And thank you for uh, your dirty, d- d- dirty duty. A long week as a reservist, Denise. Thank you. I uh, used to live in San Francisco, great city there by the bay. Thank you, Denise. Uh, let's go next to line five in Santa Fe, New Mexico with Steve. Hey, Steve, thank you for joining Brad and I this afternoon. What's your take on this? Uh, well, I actually saw the movie yesterday and, and I'm uh, 66 years old. So I was one of the Vietnam protesters and one of the 30 percent that was against this particular war. But uh, yeah, I've learned a little bit since I was uh, 18, and, and I really feel like it's very important that we look at the impact on the soldier and not not uh, blame the soldier for the government politics. And uh, that that this really brought home to me the the troubles that many of the soldiers have when they come home, and that our government and our country needs to do a lot more to support them, uh, as the last caller said, with with whatever their uh, mental or physical or uh, other uh, issues might be as a result of what they were put through uh, due to their service to our country. And that's my take. I think it's a, a very well, good Let movie. me ask you uh, something, because I've seen parts of the movie, including the opening scene, which is um, tough to watch. Um, I don't want to give it away. Uh, I just sure. want to ask you this, and please don't give it away, you know, for others, because I can't stand when I'm driving down the road and somebody on the radio gives a movie uh, ending away I haven't seen, but... Uh, or pieces that are uh, that you shouldn't give away. But it, w- were you disturbed by the opening scene? Did that anger you? Because it did me. Well, it, it certainly disturbed me, and and the decisions that are 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 pushed upon uh, our our uh, soldiers um, in order to protect their fellow soldiers. Uh, that's not a position that that uh, I would ever want to be in, and, and thank goodness never will be in. Um, but but there are people who have to make those kinds of decisions, and uh, and it's got to uh, hurt them at, uh, as the as the movie showed it as it hurt, those kinds of decisions hurt uh, Chris and um, um, and contributed to the deterioration of his relationship uh, with his family uh, here in the states, and and uh, so I just come back again to uh, we we ask them to make those decisions. We need to support them when they come home with. Uh, all the medical services that that uh, can possibly be provided, um, both mentally and physically, uh, to to uh, uh, support them for what they did for us. 
Um, well, I, yeah, uh, it reminds me, what you say reminds me back when in the, you know, probably about 2006, 2007, when the war was going very badly and there was a lot of criticism of it. I remember seeing a bumper sticker, and this sure encapsulated my point of view, uh, love the soldiers, hate the war. And exactly. uh, going back yeah. to what De- De- Denise said, uh, I think as anti-war and I, as I am, and I think Iraq was a horrible tragedy, uh, we do a very poor job of you know, helping our veterans when they come back. And I think it's criminal. Uh, you know, I, I, didn't want, I don't think we should have started the war or invaded. But I do believe we should do everything we can do for returning soldiers uh, because they went out there and risked their lives. And it seems to me we're not providing adequate health care or anything else to them. And I think that's, that's a real tragedy, too. I'm, I'm with you 100% on everything you just said. All right. Thank you. And thank you uh, for the call and for sharing uh, that. A lot of people program. out there. Great program. Okay. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more of your calls. Going to share some tweets as well. Let me do that now. Uh, ben says, we know Chris Kyle did his duty. Michael said, I saw the movie this afternoon. It was awesome. And Bradley Cooper was inspiring. It shows the human side of our veterans. And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon talking about the film American Sniper. Some of you have already seen it. We're getting reaction and taking your calls. 8886 Leslie. 8886-LESLIE. 8886-53-7543 is the number. Uh, let's go to the calls line three in Georgia, Reggie. Reggie, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, how you doing, Leslie? Good. And how you doing, Brad? Hi, Reggie. How are you? Just fine. Just fine. Well, you know, movies like this, and I haven't seen it yet, and I love action movies myself, but you know conservatives are going to defend this movie to the death. You know that, right? Because they love movies like this. Anything that has to do with war, uh, terrorism, terrorist torture, and all that stuff, they're going to love. But, uh, you know, they love movies like this, but they hate positive movies. They love negative movies, but they hate positive movies. I'm not saying that this movie is either positive or negative, but I'm just saying that they love movies like such as The American Sniper, which I haven't seen yet, and I'll probably watch when it comes on cable, just like with Selma. But... They love movies like this because it, it, like, like I said, it invokes, it involves war, soldiers, you know, war here. Well, right. movies on war have done very, very good, you know, for years. And by the way, there have been criticisms of other war movies. Uh, what is it? Dark? Is it Dark Zero? Zero, zero Dark, Dark Thirty. Leslie. Zero Dark Thirty. I don't know why I keep saying Dark Zero Forty. I keep renaming it, but uh, Zero Dark Thirty, which I've seen, and then uh, what is it? Lone Survivor with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Some people uh, attacked that one as well. Right. But, you know, conservatives love movies like this. Like I said, if, if, if anything that has to do with war or terrorism or terrorists or, you know, torture or, you know, things like, or soldiers or things like that or war war, uh, war veterans, they love movies like this. They're going to love them to death. And, like, you know, and they're going to pimp it out for all it's worth and for profit, you know, you know that for, uh, for financial gain. Yeah, but, but Reggie, this, I mean, that's what, that's what Hollywood does. Hollywood makes movies that get you to buy tickets and go watch. Right. That's true. That's so very true. And if they did, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't make any money off of it, right? If they did. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're not going to make a movie that you don't make money off of. How it's a business. Movie making is a business. Right. That's true. What? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, like I said, and they're going to blame us for you know being against this movie. 
You know, they they're gonna say that we hate movies like this because we're anti-war and all of that. And they well, some to, people don't like war movies, and some people anti-war, and some people against Iraq, and are gonna be against, as they've already mentioned, this film uh, because it's about a sniper in Iraq during the Iraq War. Right, but uh, you know, yeah, they, they yeah they say things like that. They you know we're not. It's not that we're against action movies. It's that some, like you said, most of us are anti-war, and we we hate war. Nobody wants a war, right? Nobody likes violence or wants to see, you know, riots and threats, right? You know, nobody likes violence. I mean, we we all love action movies, as, you know, as much as the next person. Well, I, I wouldn't say nobody likes violence. Some people love violent movies. I don't like blood and gore, personally. Um, I think true. I'm going to watch this. I, I don't know. I have to be in the right frame of mind. I really don't like blood and gore. I don't like killing. Um, right. That's why I didn't watch the whole thing after the opening scene. Right. Um, but, uh, Reggie, you have a good weekend. Appreciate uh, your comments, uh, and thank you for uh, calling us today. Brad, any comments to Reggie's remarks? Yeah, uh, you know, again, I haven't seen the movie. But, you know, just based on the discussion we've had this hour, I'm glad it's out there because it's provoking a discussion about the Iraq War. Uh, so I'm in favor of it. I don't really care much about the movie. I'll probably see it. I'm a guy here who's probably as anti-war as anybody, but I faithfully watch the American military channel. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, but I'm glad the movie came out because just having the discussion we've had you know, in this hour, I think, is great for the country. And if it provokes a national discussion about the Iraq war and the way we treat veterans, I'm all for it. All right. Uh, thank you uh, for that, Brad. I agree with you. It's a very good point that you uh, that you make. Um, uh, let Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Up next in Vegas, line two is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good afternoon. Happy Friday, Ryan. What do you think of this movie? Have you seen it? And are you going to see it if you haven't? Well, I haven't seen it. My brother told me a little about about the scenes where uh, what is I forgot his name where the he character has to make a decision to shoot the kid with an RPG. And I asked him, what would you do in this scenario? And he said, if you have no uh, no radio, okay. He said, you have to take this shot to protect your buddy. Yep. Uh, I think uh, one thing I, I think is that uh, one of the great things about this, uh, you know, it, I haven't again. I haven't even seen the beginning like Leslie have, but uh, I remember a movie that came out of you know ten years ago or so, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. The first scene, very very jarring opening scene. Yeah, it's probably one of the most violent, gory openings I've ever seen in a movie. But I'm sure a lot of people when they were watching it, a lot of people were thinking what I was thinking. This shows you how bad and stupid war is. You know, that violent scene, seeing these men cut down, um, bleeding, uh, says to me, God, war is horrible. We should do everything we can to avoid it. Uh, So again, you know, even if it is a very violent movie, uh, it's a violent world out there, and Americans, that's something, a discussion we should be having, like we're having in this hour. 
Yep, absolutely. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Let's share some uh, tweets. Uh, Ramirez says, terrorists, no. Innocent boys and girls, yes. I expect more honor from our military. I hope he was talking about terrorists. Uh, Brad, what's your your, your take on, um, we don't want to speak you know, ill of the dead, obviously, uh, former Navy SEAL uh, Chris Kyle. Uh, however, what, you know, th- this this is a man who did say, you know, that that every 16, 16 and up year old Iraqi male should be shot. And this is concerning to many, myself included, that, you know, we send people, you know, like we sent them to Iraq. First of all, we invaded a sovereign nation. Uh, second of all, you know, yes, we want them to fight for our freedoms. But, you know, the, the, the civilians of those nations are the overwhelming majority are not the enemy. Yeah, and, you know, again, I'd say, uh, you know, glad the movie's out there uh, because, you know, people aren't stupid. They go see a movie like this, and just because it dramatizes a war, it's not everybody's going to not be coming out of there. That was a great war movie. But the movie, yeah, and the movie is not, like we had talked about earlier, and Bradley Cooper has said, it's not about war, but rather about Chris Kyle and what he went through. As a sniper, who was a human killing machine, and it should, Americans should see that. I agree. Because I, I think what, what it I think what it does also is it opens up the conversation, and not just the conversation. I think it increases and elevates the awareness of what our military does to these men and women, men right now, who are snipers in a time situation. Absolutely. It's important for Americans to see that. And they can come to their own conclusions after they see the movie about, you know, whether the Iraq war was a good idea or not. Uh, But again, I'm just very happy we're having this discussion. Yep. Jonathan tweets, I saw it last night. Great movie. Showed the horror of war from the soldiers and family side. Marshall tweeted, it's war, not peacekeeping. Uh, David wants to know why 16 and up. I said I have no idea. Um, and uh, let me see, let me see. Joel says Hollywood makes a, a lot of made-up war movies, and they are, and there are many who think the actor's a hero. I want to honor a real one. Andrew says I'm still going to see it. It's just unfortunate they didn't show his true nature in the movie. He was bloodthirsty. Eric says, if you were under that kind of persistent personal threat, you would think or say the same thing. I hope not. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's see. Uh, Hugo says, only, sip, uh, only simple-minded idiots would give money toward a, a film about a cowardly man. He killed children behind a scope. True hero. Uh, Mark uh, says, haven't seen it. Some say it's great. Wayne says, more Chris Kyle out of context that implies only uh, one can only be a killer enemy of Americans after a certain age. Mitsubishi tweets, cold-blooded killer. That is one thing that is for certain. Elefante says, sure, I'll see it like millions of others will. If he wanted to kill terrorists 16 and plus, that's fine. That was his job following orders. Ben says, we know Chris Kyle did his duty. How to show up with Coca-Cola Energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, 
Taste You Love. Taste You Love.